Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending where you are in this special moment. Um, this is Eric Castillo. I'm a little bit deep voice because I just woke up. My voice is like, but it's okay. Check it out, guys. Uh, two great topics I have for today. And it's more about, um, I guess, how I messed up last night. But not necessarily because you need to enjoy life sometimes. But when you enjoy life, sometimes it gives you shitty days. <laughs> and I'm talking about theoretically, practically, and everything. Well, check it out. Um, I had said on my previous episode that I was going to do a 1200 series, which is 1200 reps, 400. Uh, um, squats, 400 bicep curls, 400 um, shoulder press, and 400 wingspans, butterfly wingspans, as I call it. But I'm not gonna blame my in-laws, but they were in town for the day, and they're from Eagle Pass, the beautiful city of Eagle Pass. So I we, we haven't seen them, or we hadn't seen them since uh, I think it was Christmas. So. Um, my uh, in-laws kind of like not invite us but they were going to eat dinner at Golden Corral so and Golden Corral is a buffet place we go to every now and then but it's rarely we have rarely gone in the last two or three years and uh, they have a lot of good food there but told my wife, dude, let's go. We, we hardly ever see your parents. They're going to go eat dinner there before they leave back to Eagle Pass. And let's go. Let's just go in and, and um, join them. So we ended up going. My wife was already over there. I was driving back from work, and I decided to go over there. And once I get there, I'm like, man, I can't wait to eat. I'm so hungry. It's around 6.30 or 6 o'clock. There was a lot of people there. There was a lot, a lot of people from out of town. You can tell they were not from here, from Laredo, Texas. But I sat down and I was trying to, you know, uh, figure out what I was going to eat. But I ate a tons of food. I ate, I ate a steak. I ate barbecue brisket. I ate a wing. I ate a little bit of fried fish. Had a salad, a really good, good big salad with tons of vegetables in. And it was really good. I put a little bit of dressing on it. Um, had a Diet Coke, which I'm still against. I don't, I'm not for Diet Coke. I, had, I should have had the water. But I was like, if I'm going to pay $17 for a buffet, let me at least have something to drink that's not, you know, hopefully it's not shitty fucking water. So I was like, I'll drink, I'll drink a Diet Coke for this one. It's just to, you know, make sure I don't freaking choke on the food and shit. And um, we ate really good. It was really good food. Everything was good. At the end, I had a little bit of cheesecake. It had a little bit of a... Man, I swear, I could have easily had like a 3,000 calorie meal. I had a cheesecake. I had a... What was that? Like a... Like a pie. Some cotton chocolate pie with whipped cream on top. I had a little bit of ice cream, not too much. What else? Uh, 
I forgot what else. It was something else in there that I got. Oh, peach cobbler. That that was what it was. Peach cobbler. It was all good. It was amazing. And um, I was like, shit, man. We finished eating. And I told my wife, all right. Um, she had to pick up my daughter, so she was going to drive all the way to Santa Rita, which is about a 20-minute drive from that part of town, which is the northwest side all the way to the south side of Laredo. She was at my mom's house. Grandma. Grandma Diana. shout out to my mom for taking care of my daughter all day. She liked to stay there with all the kids. So... My wife takes on over there, and she goes to pick her up. But as Eric, he, my little boy, he, he goes with me, and we're driving home. Dude, I get the bubbles, the freaking bubbles and the gas. I was like, oh, shit. I hope it's just gas. And every time I would freaking fart, I felt better, man. I felt better. But I was like, so for some weird reason, whenever you have a diarrhea attack or whenever you have... Uh, like you want to go shit. The the closer you get to the house, the more the shit wants to come out. Like it's like a I guess a meter or something. Like I see it like as a meter. Like as soon as I'm getting close to the house, I feel the the stages of pooping getting more severe. Sorry for the noise out here, guys. Freaking got fucking GTS and all kinds of cars yeah, I was like, shit, fuck, fart here, fart there, fart knocker, and as I'm getting close, as I'm getting close to my house, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta catch my Eric is telling me, that uh, put this video for me, uh, put this song for me, so the whole ride home, I was like, I think I was distracted by Eric in a good way, because he kept me away from thinking that I had to go to the restroom. I had to poop. So he's telling me, Dad, play me the Spider-Man, Spider-Verse song, which is a Sunflower Bite. Shout-outs to Mr., uh, what's his name? Post Malone for that for that song. Pretty cool song. So we're listening to that song, and then he's like, Dad, put me the Spider-Man song. Just, I mean, the Batman song. So I put the Batman song, and then I put the... After that, I was playing the, the Spider-Man song. The original theme song. And then after that, he told me to play Transformers and G.I. Joe. And uh, I played G.I. Joe for him. And then uh, we got home. Shit, sorry. As soon as I parked, um, I'm like, all right, hurry up. Let's get off. Let's get off. And during this time, he had given me an ice cream cone that was all melted. And... Uh, I wanted to eat it, but at the same time, I was like, I'm not going to eat this because it's probably going to finalize the deal and I shit in my pants. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going to eat this. But it was all melted as well, and it was like full of, like, the, the I guess the napkin was wrapped around it, so it's kind of had, like, melted, or not melted, but it was all wet and stuff, so. So I couldn't bite it and I couldn't lick it because the freaking, the ice cream was in the bottom. So I was like, fuck it. It's a sign. Don't need it, fool. <laughs> so as I'm driving in the park, um, I get the ice cream cone. I throw it away. 
Eric gets off. I'm trying to open the door. I go straight to the restroom, bros. Damn. Diarrhea City. Welcome to Diarrhea, Texas. Wow. That was some crazy diarrhea. That's what I was saying. Like, sometimes you got to enjoy life, but then life gives you some shitty days. <laughs> when you do something, especially when... I, I don't know if it's because I have been eating clean for the last year or two that I haven't eaten like that ingested so much bad food at once that my body rejected it or the food was really like had like some kind of fucking shitty spice some shitty uh cleanliness maybe the plates were dirty I don't know because yeah the plates look like they were clean but sometimes because they look clean doesn't mean they're clean so yeah I was uh it was pretty intense, man, going into the shit room. Oh, man. But it was such a relief. It was only one diarrhea moment. It didn't carry over for the rest of the night. I was good the rest of the night. I was like, I was happy that we were able really to spend some time with my in-laws and eat some good food. And it was also cool that that uh, we were able to uh, eat some eat at Golden Corral. And I know next time, if I'm going to go to Golden Corral, make sure you go to the shit room before you leave that place. Because, man, that, that drive home, I live like 15 minutes away from there, maybe 20 also, because of traffic. And it was a hard 15-minute drive, man. Thank God Eric was keeping me company. And talking about all those music that he wanted to listen to. But uh, it saved me. It saved me, dude. Well, the other side of the story, or the second half of the story, is that yesterday, um, if y'all know Stephen Kotler, I think that's his name, he wrote the book Stealing Fire, and I think he's written more books. Uh, but the, the one, the latest one that I've seen, I guess, or heard, well, not, or not on Audible, actually, I heard on YouTube. Shoutouts to YouTube for putting all those Audible books out there <laughs> for free. And um, I listened to that one a couple of weeks, uh, last week, I think, or like almost two weeks ago. And yesterday I was looking through my YouTube feed and Stephen Kotler came out and he was talking about uh, how to get into flow state. And there's a presentation, recorded presentation he was doing where he's uh, talking to the, the public there and telling them how about how he how to get into flow state and uh, it was really cool I was uh, listening to him and he's like talking about all the the neurotransmitters that happen that, that uh, work together to get you into a flow state which is in a moment of ultra clarity high performing optimal performance I guess they call it sometimes and um, I was like man I, I remember being in flow state when I was a kid playing basketball where uh, especially street basketball street basketball like there at the house <laughs> that's the only time I remember being in flow state like that cause he was talking about how you lose track of time you lose track of self you lose, uh, everything slows down. All the decision making you make is perfect on the spot. And uh, 
I remember when I was a young kid playing basketball against my brothers and my cousins or sometimes friends. Especially when I was losing and I really wanted to win, I would go into this mental state like I cannot lose. I will go and I'll perform everyone to win this game. And it's just a pickup game and I'm going, I'm going balls deep. I'm going all out. Balls out, like the way you call it. And um, I remember uh, many times going into that mode where like everything goes in um, you, uh, I guess, uh, defend a lot better. You see the ball with more focus. You see the rim, the basketball court with like a lot of ultra focus. So you know exactly what to do, how to move to get past by uh, past your defender. Um, your body works a little bit stronger, like the adrenaline kicks in, so you can jump a little bit higher. I remember this one time our court was about eight and a half feet, maybe eight and a half, maybe, maybe eight. I don't know. I might be lying, but it was eight, eight feet for sure. It wasn't seven feet. It wasn't six feet. It wasn't, it was like an eight feet for sure. And, um, I remember my brother and my cousin were playing against me and I don't know who else, but I got mad, dude. And I really wanted to dunk the freaking ball. Dude, I jumped so high. One of those, I was like intensely playing. And I grabbed the ball. I, I did like a little uh, juke step, crossover, and I went straight to the basketball court. And I jumped so high with a regular basketball during the game, and I dunked it so good. Like I felt like I jumped higher than ever before. I was about 16 years, 15 years old at that time. And my brother and my cousin were just like, they didn't say anything. They never said anything about that. I don't even know like if they really paid attention to what I did. None of them had ever done that. My brother and my cousin, well, my brother is a little bit shorter than me at that point. But my brother, uh, my cousin Eddie, he's got a lot taller than me. He's like 5'10". I was like 5'6", five, 5'5". Five, five. And I'm still like 5'6", five, 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> and I remember jumping so high and dunking that ball, man, and being like, what did I just do? Like, I really wanted to do it, but I... I just did it, like my body took over and my mind was like 100% for like the, I mean, for someone who of that height, dunking at eight and a half to eight, eight feet or even higher, I don't even know. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say it was 10. guys like i was cut off by the damn alarm on my phone so oh like i was saying um playing basketball i remember getting into that mindset i mean he was describing steven was talking about or steve was talking about how you get into this flow state and the brain chemistry what happens with your brain and how you lose track of self you lose track of time get hyper-focused and your productivity goes up to an all-time high. So I was just really the only way I was like, man, I've been in that state that I can remember like when I was a young kid. That reminds me a lot when I was in basketball, right? When I used to play basketball. And that was it. I was just thinking about that and also I was thinking about how um, 
about when you're in college or you're studying or when you're doing something that you're passionate about, you are in flow state. You know, like um, all the things you do, like when you're doing something that you love, like you're recording music, uh, you're doing, um, I guess, a book, you're writing a book. I mean, I've never done writing a book, but I have done music when I was younger. And it wasn't, like, the best music, but I was in my zone, you know, like, my flow, I guess. There was a point when I was, I started making music or beats back in 99, I think, 99 was the year I started. But then in 2000, I was good. I was getting to this point of really being able to do, like, beats right on the spot, like, really good. And then... 2001 I was decent uh, and then 2002 right before I quit the whole making music thing I was really good at it I was actually to, down to the point where I could make sure that the beats were on point nothing, nothing was out of whack the drum tracks the sounds everything was on point like coordinated and I remember like getting to those times when I would just make like three or four or five beats a day and I was in flow you know like I didn't feel like time had I was taking a lot of time like four or five hours just making beats but then again I was single I didn't have kids uh, I didn't have like a responsibilities and stuff like that like going to a job and stuff I mean I did have a job but it was like part time stuff so um yeah, man, that was flow state. Uh, well, right before the day ended, I actually, uh, I said, all right, I wasn't going to work out. It was around 10.30 when I started doing my workout. I was like, I'm going to do my 1200 series, which I, was, I had said that I was going to do, my 1200 series. But I was able to get to 1,000 reps, which is real good still. It's 10 sets of, uh, I guess, sets of 100, 100 reps per set, I was doing 25 reps per, per uh, workout, which was 25 uh, bicep, curl, I mean, bicep, bicep curls, 25 squats, 25 shoulder press, 25 wingspan, whatever you call it, butterfly wingspan, I did 100 of those. And um, each set was 100. So I did 10 sets, that's 1,000. I wanted to do my 1,200, but it was already 12.30 and I needed to go to sleep. So I took a shower, but I sleep like around 1.20. Because I was telling my son stories, Eric, my little boy, he, he loves to be here for me to tell the stories of all the made-up characters that made up for him. These are, these are all original stories. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> and um, I was, during my workout, I was maximizing my time by, in between each set, I would read. So I was reading two books. I was reading Where There Is Light. And the other book was Crushing It by Gary Vee. And they're really good books. They're so good. Uh, 
where there's light, I've already read it once completely, and now I'll go back to it every now and then, like almost every day, and I'll read a little page, one page, and get some inspiration from there. So I was reading that in between sets, I was reading Crushing It, and basically I think Gary V is telling the same story. For me, it feels like he's telling the same story as, as Gary Vee. Like what the same thing he always says, but I mean I'm barely in chapter one, and I think I ended in chapter. I read the whole chapter one and I was during the my workout, and I feel like it was very similar to what I've read before from Gary Vee saying the same thing, but in different ways with different people's stories. So so far it's decent. It's a dec- decent book. Shout out to Jeff. <clears throat> he got me the book. The book that I really wanted to read last night, but I didn't get to it because I was uh, busy making sure Eric took a bath and shower. And then uh, my wife got home and we were talking. I didn't get to read uh, Organized Mind by Daniel Libetin. So I really want to get into it. I'm probably going to do the Audible book or the audio book off of YouTube. I found it. For the meanwhile, so I can get ahead and not uh, miss any parts of it. So I'm gonna start probably today. I think last week I did like one minute for like a six minute binge on the organized mind on the audiobook, and it was great. So it's it's a book that I really want to read. My friend, one of my good friends, Happy Oscar. Y'all might know him from the Happy Oscar show. And the switch, we did switch my co-host. We uh he actually read that book already and he's been telling me like not telling me to read it, but he's telling me about so many good things about that book. So I was like, let me just buy it, have it in my in my library, which I'm building up. And it's been one of those books that I've heard a lot from him, resonated a lot, made a lot of sense to him. So I was like, I need to read this book and figure out if I can learn something new or, you know, something that's intriguing from it. So um, I'm going to read that book too. And I forgot it at, at home today, so I, I won't be able to read it in between the day. So I'll read it tonight, probably with another uh, little workout that I'm going to do, something massive. Chill, probably just push ups and sit ups. So, yeah, that was my story from yesterday. Um, diarrhea, flow state, red books during my workout. And what else? Just um, beautiful moments, man my kids my daughter she's like getting ready for spring pictures and um, my wife took her to the really late at night like at 10 almost 10 30 she left oh as soon as they left that's when I started my workout they uh they went to Target shout out to Target because they opened until real late and they went to Target at from 11, I guess, to, I guess they got there like at 11 to like almost 12. Because they got home like at 12.30. Um, I was like, 
out doing it so late. She's like, oh, I'm getting her a dress because the dress that she originally had chosen is too long or doesn't she doesn't like it as much. So we're going to look for something else just in case. So they went over there. They, they took forever buying the dress and whatever. They found one. They found two, actually, but they she ended up not choosing those two. She went back to the original one we had chosen for her. So um, today in the morning, I was telling her, Dude, you guys take a lot of pictures. When I was a kid, it was one picture, and we wouldn't get any special clothing for that. It was just whatever you had that day, that's what you were going to take a picture with. There was no, like, picture day for us. Like, I remember I was telling her my, my first grade or second grade picture. I was like, looked horrible. I remember my hair was, like, to one side. Like, my hair was all long, like, puffy, but long. So I had a lot of gel, remember that, for that picture? And it, it was all, like, combed to one side because I running looked like Clark Kent, like Superman. And I still remember that picture, one of the ugliest pictures I had. And then I have a picture from, not I don't have this picture, but I think my mom might have it. When I was in sixth grade, I had a freaking afro. Not a curly afro, just a puffy afro. And it's in a yearbook. And I was like, dude, I can't remember... I mean, I can remember, it's just, it's an ugly picture, dude, like, wow, like, back in the days, you didn't have this technology about nowadays to communicate, we're gonna have picture day, and, and, um, tell your kids to wear this clothes, maybe they did, but my parents didn't care, <laughs> or they wouldn't, they would forget, or whatever, you know, so, I have a lot of ugly pictures from school. And all of a sudden, she looked beautiful in the morning. Like you got, you're blessed that you're we're able to buy you stuff just so you can take a picture. Um. So yeah, dude, that was a pretty funny story that I told her. Being in sixth grade, and during the years after that, I remember every now and then people would take the yearbook to to high school when I was in high school. And they would show it to the rest of the class and like be like, hey, check out this dude, like Eric. He, he had a little puffy fro. Dude, I was kind of embarrassed, but then at the same time, I would just laugh at it. You know, I, think I would just laugh at it because it was so funny. This, this guy with the ugly hairdo. <laughs> Thankfully, now I have some good hair. And I look amazing. <laughs> just playing, guys. I look alright. So. That's about it, guys. All the stories you guys share for today. I hope y'all enjoyed them. Um, look up Stephen or Steve Kotler for the Flow State presentations he has on YouTube. He has a lot of information. I think it's called the Flow State Genome Project. He also gives another website where you can find facts or how to get into Flow State. He has a lot of cool stuff, man. A lot of his information is still being researched. So, I mean, that's what they're calling right now, flow state. I'm pretty sure they're going to find more data in these next few years on how people can get optimized the performance in anything they do without, you know, drugs and without... Um, or maybe with drugs, I don't know. Maybe they, they, there are some nice drugs out there that are legal and won't.
home, mess up your performance. So, yeah, nevertheless, check it out. Go on YouTube, go on Google, look for Stevie Fowler, look for look for a Stealing Fire, the Audible book, or the regular book, the paperback, and see what you think. That book is really interesting. I love the way it talks about cohesiveness and and being enlightened. So, yeah, um, thank y'all for checking out this episode. Peace and love. Hope you have a great day. Be productive. Be positive. Be the change in your community you want to see. Um, stay healthy. Stay grinding. Stay blessed. One love, Eric Castillo.